Brittany Ross, and I play the fiddle. I'm Catherine Flincham, and I play the pipe. And together, we are Fiddle and Pipe. Two classical musicians who are reading and discussing topics beyond the staff. So grab a book, take a seat, and tune in. Alright, well, welcome to yet another episode of your favorite podcast. I am your host, Brittany Ross. What is my name? (laughs) I am your host, Brittany Ross. That is the other host, Catherine Flincham. And today we have a boner guest. Uh, Catherine, do you want to introduce our new guest? Why, of course I will. I have a fellow musician slash coffee barista at boner penis <laughs> at la belle rosette <laughs> if you want to look for a good latte maker in texas even though i know that she's not making lattes in texas uh we have izzy holman here with us Woo-woo. Woo. yes and i still make lattes i, I got an espresso machine for my apartment that is true so you can always stop by i gotta keep up my craft <laughs> you could like charge people at your apartment like hey come to my apartment yeah. Uh, give me like five, six bucks and I'll make you a latte. For sure. <laughs> wow. So I need to say that both of you were on this Zoom chat before I was and I popped on and you two were having like a grand old time because you're friends and stuff. And I'm like, oh, hey, Catherine. And I look over at Izzy and Izzy's screen. Mm-hmm. It is just, <laughs> it is a whole thing. Uh, it is mm. Taylor Lautner looking like seductively, like mouth partway open. And you're like, yeah. And there's quotes all around <laughs> about how dedicated he is to Bella. Until your heart stops beating. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Bella. <laughs> Should I just assume that you're Team Jacob? <laughs> this is just for the new moon theme. Oh, yes. look at you. <laughs> you know, I've always been, you know, Team Edward. But honestly, I'm rereading this and I don't know. It could change. <laughs> right now, I'm Team Jacob. <laughs> I always change on New Moon, you know. That's just how it goes. When we have a new guest on, we usually ask if what their history is with the book that we read, especially if it is something big like Twilight. Um, so what is your history with New Moon slash the Twilight series? So, yeah. So it started out, obviously, I don't even know how old it was when it first came out. Whatever year it was, that's how old I was. Uh, but I watched the movie. <laughs> you were 2008 years old? Wow. Yeah, I was 2008. Izzy is a vampire. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no wonder you're Team Jacob. Or Edward. They're all the same. They're some big Christian white guy name. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and yeah, so I, I watched the movies, but then I remember my seventh grade English teacher, she had Twilight on her little bookshelf. And she recommended it to me. <laughs> oh. And I don't know if that's weird, but it, I loved it. And so then I kept reading them. Wait, how old were you? I don't know. In seventh grade, like 12. So you were 12 <laughs> and your teacher recommended this like steamy romance book for you to read. For sure. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I was a little disappointed though, because when I read the books, it was always like, oh, Twilight, so scandalous. But it was like any like scene that was maybe even scandalous was like, we got in bed. The next chapter, we woke up the next morning. So I was like, where's the steam? Keep in mind, this was before Fifty Shades was published. So I think our, like, culturally, our definition of steamy was totally different than what it is today. Totally different. Yeah. But I had this trend. It was like, I had to watch the movies before I read the book. Because I have this weird thing where it's like, it's so much easier for me to read a book if I can visualize the characters in my head better. Right. Yeah. And so I would definitely watch all the movies before. And that is why I was 
so shocked when I watched Breaking Dawn Part 2, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll cover that in here in a couple years. <laughs> we will cover that soon. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's my history with Twilight. And speaking of Fifty Shades of Grey, I just watched it for the first time, and I I was like, this is a lot like Twilight. And I had no idea. It started out as a Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. I was so shocked. I was like, this is just like Twilight, oh. but in a business setting. The book has so many paral- parallels. Ugh. Parallels. <laughs> parallels. I think E.L. James changed a couple things before she got it published to make it look less like a copy, but still. She could have changed the Audi's similarities. Okay. Yeah. It's like, okay, she got pregnant and then they, he's like, we should get married. And then it's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, besides the fact that they're fucking all over the place, it's basically Twilight. Replace BDSM with vampires. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I never thought of when it I like that. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany, you're like, are you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. Uh, that stupid book. If you want to see our hot takes on Fifty Shades of Grey, you should log on to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash fiddleandpipe. And I'm editing those episodes so please listen to it so that way other people can hear what I have to hear. It's wonderful. <laughs> when I was telling my, my co-workers, my friends about this podcast, I looked it up and they saw, oh, they did Fifty Shades. And I didn't even realize it at the time and I was like, I was going to talk about that. <laughs> and I, was, I thought it was going to be a big revelation. I thought it was going to be like a big revelation. Like, oh my God, it was supposed to be a fan fiction, but you guys already know. Of course. <laughs> uh, we're talking, we're not talking about Fifty Shades, although I feel like if I didn't put a stop to that, we would have been talking about Fifty Shades probably for like an hour and a half. <laughs> Today, we are talking about New Moon, which is not Fifty Shades, thank God. We are talking about chapters eight through, is it eight through 11? Yes. Yes. You know, I was going to ask you guys if you listen to music or anything while you're reading this. I thought you just meant listen to music in general and there's like a mandolin <laughs> over my shoulder. <laughs> Do you guys listen to music by any chance? I know it's like really like underground, but. <laughs> I mean, I know Bella doesn't listen to music, so I know that's like a really hot. I wrote that down. And that's like a hot take, but I, I, I do listen to music. I wrote that down when I was reading these chapters. I was like. I didn't even remember that. That's so weird. She doesn't like listening to music? Yeah. It's red flag. It's sad. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who doesn't like listening to music? <sighs> I, I listened to like Thom York, you know, like cold, like whatever. Cold. Is he called Coldplay? No, not Coldplay. Coldplay? <laughs> Radiohead. Radiohead. <laughs> I always listen to that to get into the, the books because Thom York, he does like the soundtrack for the movies and I have to listen to it to get into the mood to read Twilight. That's all. The movies do a good job (laughs) reflecting the mood of the series, which, like, I approve of. I also saw that there was, like, My Chemical Romance that she, like, put a thumbs up to, like Stephanie Mayer did. And I was like, hell yeah, My Chemical Romance? Like, I dig it. (laughs) I think it's amazing. It's like the 2005 middle schooler in me is screaming. (sighs) Anyway. The 29-year-old me is screaming. (laughs) 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 I have angst. Anyway. Um, so speaking of angst, angst. Uh, we're going to start with chapter eight, which is called Adrenaline. Adrenaline. This whole chapter is basically just a whole montage of Jacob teaching Bella how to ride a motorcycle and then her being really bad at it, which I don't understand how you can be bad at riding a motorcycle because she like crashes it all the time. <laughs> well, it's like riding a bike. 
I wrote down on my little notes I wrote, I said, something I never thought of before is how hard it was to ride a motorcycle. Like, it seems way harder than riding a bike. And I would never want to do it. That's what I wrote. Seems a lot heavier. A lot scarier. Also, why isn't she wearing protection? Like, why isn't she wearing a helmet or, like, knee pads or something? She's really bad at wearing protection in every aspect. Yes. And she keeps, like, hurting herself. Like, for real. Like, consistently. Edward is constantly yelling at her to be careful about the motorcycle thing, which I feel like is counterproductive because he's like, Bella, Bella, be careful. Bella, be careful. She's trying to like focus and ride this motorcycle. And I feel like that'd be distracting, especially for someone as klutzy as her. But again, I think this is Bella's thoughts. That voice, I think, is definitely what she wants to think. So... If she wants Edward to like stop distracting her, then stop thinking about him. Like, you don't get think him out it's really head, Edward? Girl. I don't think so. I think it's just all in her head. Bella makes a connection that adrenaline is apparently what makes Edward talk to her. But Catherine, you said that you think it's just like an auditory hallucination that Bella's having, basically. I think it's basically what she wants to think. And I think she wants to think that Edward is there. So that is my final answer slash theory i see i think it actually is him because i just wouldn't be surprised because he's creepy and controlling well he did watch her sleep (laughs) i was kind of curious because i'm reading um trying to get through midnight sun at the moment oh and i was kind of curious if he mentions that in midnight sun like i visited her on the motorcycle please (laughs) let us know (laughs) you know (laughs) please you know, like, because I was like, is there proof if this is real or a hallucination? So I meant to read that Midnight Sun, but it's such a thick book, it's really hard to get there. <laughs> With his 1900s dialogue. <laughs> I guess that this is one of those things that never really gets clarified. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, unless in Midnight Sun it does. On one of the times that Bella's riding her motorcycle, she falls and like cuts her head so bad that she ends up needing stitches and she keeps trying to brush off she's like i'm fine i'm fine and jacob's like it's just a flesh wound basically and jacob's like uh you are bleeding really badly out of your head do you not feel it here let me go get the truck so i can drive you back to my house it's this whole ordeal and she tries to play off how badly she's hurt i don't know if it's because she wants to ride a ride the motorcycle again or because she's just used to like downplaying her injuries with vampires around i feel like it could be either or yeah yeah and i thought it was interesting because in the movie it was like made more sense that she brushed it off because they made it be like a little scratch it wasn't that big of a deal but in the book she actually goes to the hospital i forgot about that i was like that's a big deal big gosh (laughs) yeah i realized like in the movie it was nothing (laughs) she goes Mm -hmm. yeah she goes to the doctor and i also thought it was funny too that she like kind of looks at jacob and she's like wow he's like super muscular and hot he's so hot and she kind of like tells him that but we're just friends <laughs> I'm like no bella don't lead him on and she goes like you're so handsome <laughs> yeah you're kind of beautiful i think is what she says <laughs> yeah oh yeah you're kind of beautiful you're kind of <laughs> it's so stupid it, yeah this is just promoting like teasing people and leading them on and then be like oh we're just friends though jk lol yeah i hate that so much yes she makes up the story that she tripped in jacob's garage and she hit her head on a hammer and that's why she has this big fucking gash on her head and why she needs stitches okay bella sure but charlie buys it (laughs) charlie buys it because he's oblivious but jacob takes off his shirt i guess to like hold it to her head wound which is not sanitary at all i had a big problem with that (laughs) and 
Yeah. They're driving to the hospital and Bella's like, oh, you forgot your shirt. And there's this reoccurring theme of him like just not wearing a shirt. And I'm like, I don't know how common it is for people to just for like men to just walk around without their shirts all the time. But they're very casual about it in the book. And it's very confusing to me. I mean, what he does that. In his house, though, not in public, I'm sure. And Gibby. Do you guys watch iCarly? I think I know who you're talking about. Is that the redhead kid? <laughs> no, but it's it's funny because his thing was he always took off his shirt and like all the time at school, everywhere. All the time. Mm-hmm. And he was a lot like Jacob, except he was a little bit chubby. Mm. Just a little pudgy. <laughs> Do you have a giant circular tattoo on the side? <laughs> no. But it's funny because in the movies, you know, he did it and it became like a meme. Like it, like Jacob always has a shirt off. But in the book, it's true. It is true. He just always has a shirt off. He's just a hot human. It's the wolf instinct. And then in the same conversation, there's like a conversation about how warm he is. And then uh, it's just. It's like when you try to put clothes on your dog. They don't like it. <laughs> but he's a person. <laughs> I, I hate it. I honestly... Jacob is a dog. Yeah, like, he doesn't like putting clothes on. He doesn't like oh, having shirts on. I hate all of this. I just think of Vampire Sucks when he, like, turned into a child. <gasps> yes! Okay, so I watched Vampire Sucks because it's on Amazon right now. It's so good. So have good. you seen it, Brittany? No. Do you have Amazon? Yes. Oh my god, go watch it. Watch it, watch it, watch it. What is it? It's a parody movie. It's kind of like scary movie. About... Twilight? Yeah. Yeah, it's literally Twilight. So good. You will like. And uh, uh, Jacob Jacob has dog nipples. <laughs> so just going down his like torso. Yes. yes. With hair. Yes. I might watch it again, actually. You had me a dog nipples. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'm really going to sit and think about why that captivated me so much. <laughs> it, it's something to see. It's not, when he takes his shirt off, something to say. <laughs> Way more exciting than the normal shirt yes. take off. Uh, so after Bella tells, what's his face, Jacob, that he's kind of beautiful, and I guess Jacob's just supposed to take this and just go like, okay, that's fine. She falls again, and then she goes to the ER again, and this time she has a concussion. And this is the point that Charlie begins to get skeptical of Bella going to La Push. Well, yeah. And he's like, maybe it's not safe for you. Are you sure you're not going somewhere else? And Bella's like, no, we were we were just hiking and I fell. And I fall all the time. And it's normal to fall and get concussions when you hike, apparently. Is it? No, I hike a lot. Give her a helmet or something. Like, I mean, if you're falling off a cliff. Give her some bubble wrap. I don't know. Like... <laughs> One of those hamster wheel hamster balls. A first aid kit? I don't I mean, where is a first aid kit when you need one? She's like bubble boy. Yeah, basically. She can end up like that. Her being a klutz and then mixing with like a supernatural lifestyle is just not a good idea. No. And she's supposed to be a shield. Yes, okay. She can't even protect herself. I, I haven't read Breaking Dawn in so long, but I watched the movie and I was like, this is her power, but she was like the opposite she's just dumb she's so dumb yeah i wrote that in my notes i wrote that in my notes she's so dumb i wrote i wrote she screams a lot and is so stupid yes she screams a lot she's so stupid those are my astute observations that's a thing you're not wrong she screams so much she's like alone in her room i'm like that would be so terrifying for me as a dad. So on the last episode, Catherine and I had a whole conversation about why she hasn't been sent to therapy yet. Because if that was my 18-year-old daughter and she 
had four months where she was waking up screaming and having night terrors, I would get her a neurologist. I would get her a therapist. I'd get her a psychiatrist. Put her in a sleep setting. And like the fact that her stomach hurts so much from just like love sickness. (laughs) She's like, I couldn't, I couldn't stand straight. And like, I was like crunching over because the hole in my chest. I'm like, girl. It's like, I think you have a hemorrhoid. Is this really happening? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you might have a medical condition. Or a hernia, I guess is what I was thinking. Let's take you to see a doctor, please. Like, (laughs) that's not how that works. Yeah. Yeah. This book really makes Bella like extremely unlikable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get that breakups suck, but I think she's taken it to a extremity. Well, to put it in perspective, they were only dating for six months. Why does that seem like a long time to me? <laughs> well, I get especially in like high school, it's like a really big deal. It's like half the year. Yeah, and you feel things way more intensely when you're in high school, when you're a teenager. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I think this is a too strong of a reaction. It's the vampire pheromones. Mm-hmm. Stupid. We don't know about this because we haven't done scientific studies on it yet. When she says that she fell hiking, Charlie gets kind of wary and he's like, well, you know, we have seen a lot of big bears, so you really need to be careful hiking. And Bella's like, okay. <laughs> okay, I'll go hiking. She tells, yeah, basically, she tells Jacob at their next gathering that Charlie's starting to get worried about me as she has like 17 gashes in her head. And then Jacob's like, well, I'm also starting to not think that they're a good idea because look at your head. But Bella's like, I still want to hang out with you. So then Jacob is like, uh, what do you want to do? And then Bella's like, um, I want to do something that brings me closer to Edward. So that's hike to this. There's this one meadow that I found this one time. Maybe we should go to it. But I hope it doesn't remind me of Edward. Right. But Jacob, I still want to hang out with you as a distraction. Because he doesn't exist. Stupid. Yeah. No. And this is the glitter meadow. The glitter meadow. The glitter meadow. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, it, I love how her idea was like, let's go to this meadow, but I don't want to think about Edward. Like, I hope it doesn't remind me of him too much because I can't, like, have emotions in front of Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> but I really want to be close to him and I want to be reminded of him. Yeah, I've definitely been in situations where if I'm like friends, especially like when I was a lot younger, where they would like break up with somebody or like someone would break up with them and then we would go to like a place where this like ex would probably slash might remind of the friend of this ex or whatever. This is where I touched his foot for the first time. Yeah. And or something like that. And I would be like <laughs> Why are we here if you're trying to, like, move on, you know? Like, that's what I would kind of, like, say sometimes, but... I don't get it. I just don't understand why Bella didn't move forward with her life at all during any of this. It's really aggravating. I don't think there's really much to do in Forks anyway, so, like... It's all plot convenience. That's the thing. She needed to be like this, so that way, you know, she'd still love Edward whenever he comes back. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. I don't get why she doesn't realize that, like... I guess she does, but I'm I kind of glad it happened so she could see like how cool Jacob is and they become friends because I like their friendship even though it's messed up. It, their friendship is <laughs> pretty toxic. It's so toxic, but like also they're like good friends. Like they they have fun together, so it's like really complicated. <laughs> it's a bad situation. It's not a healthy relationship to have when one person has a crush on the other person. And he's like, yeah, I'm really okay with you leading me on. Like, this is totally fine. It's like, no person ever would say that. Like, I'm a straight woman. I have so many friends who are males. 
and there's no sexual tension in our relationship and it is great and that's how relationships should be when they're with the sex that you're attracted to not like whatever this dynamic is yeah it's kind of complicated though because sometimes like i want to have that and it's like i have a really good friendship with someone it's a guy but then it's like i think they might like me I've been there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? And then it's like, what do I do? This is like a great friendship, and but it can't be like that because it's going to be a Bella and Jacob situation. Yeah. I feel like in order to get to the point of being a really great friendship, there has to be no interest in having a romantic relationship. Yeah. And if there is, it can't really progress to a great friendship because you're always going to have that tension. It sucks. I'm so sad for her. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like she... She wants it so bad to for like him to be her best friend that she's like, oh, it's fine that he's in love with me. Like, it's cool. And he wants the exact. He wants it so bad to be in a relationship that he's like, oh, it's fine that she wants to be friends. And they're both lying to themselves. Yeah, yeah. They really shouldn't be friends. I know and it sucks though because when I read, it, I'm like, oh my god, they're having so much fun, and they're laughing, and they're you know they like make little jokes, and I'm like, oh, they have such a good friendship. Wait, no, they don't. <laughs> but I wish. <laughs> yeah, I'm like high key shipping them. I'm but like, I if they could just date. I'm like, oh wait, no, the plot. <laughs> but i really don't think bella could ever like really like jacob like that for some reason i feel like it's just not there because he's a wolf the spark yeah so it's like there's that spark that you have to have and she wishes she could have it but she doesn't it's because that he's not cold and hard as marble yeah yeah that's a must have <laughs> he's like different he's warm and welcoming kind of yeah and then she's like i love it when he like warms up my cold hands but it's like <laughs> I thought you liked the cold people. I love that he's always here for me and he knows me really well without reading my mind. Stupid. I like that he doesn't like float on my ceiling when I'm sleeping. I literally hate Listen to my heartbeat. (laughs) Oh my god. I know that we said we weren't going to talk about the book that made me irrationally angry, but now I'm just... I feel like I facepalm like so many times during this recording. (laughs) So stupid. When Bella when Bella suggests hiking to Jacob, they're in Jacob's house, and Billy kind of overhears, and Billy doesn't seem concerned about the big bear, which I was like, hmm, interesting. He's like, oh, make sure you bring a jar of honey just in case you see the bear, Jacob. And I was like, hmm. Ooh. That's a note to make. Foreshadowing? You know why, right? Yeah, some <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> So we go on this hike. They're trekking and they're getting lost and it's fine. They're having a great time, kind of like what we talked about before, where it's like you want to cheer them on because they're such great friends, but you're also like, oh, wait, this isn't healthy. Bella asks about Embry. Jake says that he's still with Sam and hasn't really come around or anything. So there's still some weirdness there. On their way back to the car from the hike, Jacob says that they shouldn't be afraid of the bear because the bear wouldn't want to eat him, but that Bella might taste good. And I was like, ew. That's a little weird. And then I was like, oh, wait, Edward said the same thing. And then I thought of the whole personal brand of heroin thing. I'm, like, thinking about what Matt's voice, when, like, we had Matt say that. My own personal brand of heroin. Yeah. I don't know if you listened to, like, our first episode of this, Izzy, but one of our friends came on. He did the... You're my own personal brand of heroin, like, in Robert Pattinson's voice. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> it's actually pretty decent. Like, I've, I'm not going to lie. Matt, Matt has a good talent right there. Like, you can be Emperor Palpatine 
And you can be Edward Cullen. I mean, you don't need to be anyone else. That is a skill. So we get to chapter nine, third wheel, and we ain't talking about tricycles here. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Why does okay. let me speak? Don't let me speak. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> nice one, Brittany. Nice one. That's amazing. Uh, again, another montage of Bella having the best life, hanging out with Jacob, biking and hiking. It's Valentine's Day. You would think, oh, Valentine's Day, they're going to, like, kiss or something. But no. Jacob gives her a box of candy, and it's, like, those, like, sweet, like, conversational heart kind of things that taste really bad. The most disgusting Valentine's candy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I just call some chocolate. Yeah, give me some chocolates, please. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, these aren't sparking any conversation. No. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And he's like, will you be my Valentine? And then Bella's like, well, what does that entail? Because she's like, I need to draw the boundary with him. But like, what is the boundary? And I'm like, I don't know, Bella. It would have been. She should have done that from day one. Yeah, it would have been great if you drew boundaries before this got confusing. Yes, exactly. I feel like, didn't she keep saying, though, like, we're just friends? I think she mentions it actually in this chapter that we're talking about right now. Mm hmm. She does talk about that, yeah. that we're just friends. But I don't know if she does that earlier in the book, though. That's the thing. But also, if, if she did, Jacob could just be, like, a total twat and just be like, I'm going to hit on Bella anyway. Like, mm-hmm. here we go. That's his vibe. That's his vibe. <laughs> where you been, Loka? Like, okay, where I did not see that in the book. So that is definitely something made up in the movie, and I don't know who did that. <laughs> I'm glad they did that. <laughs> My favorite line. I was sitting there and I'm like, what is this Loka stuff? I have not seen it in the book. I was like trying to find it because I knew it was in the movie. So I was like, who did this? It's new. It's new. It's a little different. So Bella's like, hmm, I have to try to figure out a way to get out of this one. And she's like, well, what is it? You know, what do I have to do to be your Valentine? And Jacob's like, oh, you know, the normal like be my slave forever kind of thing and Bella's like okay well I can't do it this Friday because I am going on a date and Jacob's like oh and she's like oh but it's with, like, with friends and you should come with and it's just friends it's so stupid yeah. I don't know why she didn't just say like a date and then that would just be like easier yeah that would just be the end of it then she wouldn't even have to go out with Mike but she just said she did and then I'd be like okay yeah <laughs> you know that would be like a much simpler solution like yeah i'm going out with this guy mike newton then you don't actually go out with him. the golden retriever so easy but does she really so want to hang out with him like i'm wondering like why she even brought that up no <laughs> like i don't know yeah she's like i feel bad for mike i haven't talked to him in a while i'm like really you don't like him well i think she brought it up in the first place because she was trying to figure out how to get out of this weird limbo area that she had with jacob so she's like you know if i tell him i'm going to the movies with someone else he'll get the hint that i'm not interested in him but instead of saying i'm going <laughs> i've definitely done stuff like this and then she ruined it i'm going on a date she was like i'm going with friends and you and quill should come with which is not helping her cause yeah it's like the moment she saw his heart saying she's like but it's not really a date and then she's it's like it would make me so happy <laughs> if you were there i really want you to be there it's like okay you're literally going the opposite direction with this why not just make it like a casual hangout with friends like hey like i'm going to see the movie like a movie with friends come on with and bring quill and instead it turns into like this big pissing contest if you don't if you want to friend zone someone you can do it really like you can do it in a good like in a way where it doesn't have to be awkward like 
Done that before. But she has to <laughs> fill the hole, Catherine. She has to fill the hole, literally. She has to fill the hole. <laughs> she wants that dick, Catherine. That's his job. <laughs> He's the Robert Standin. Or the Edward Standin. Yeah. Edward. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, whatever. All the same. Same, same yeah. thing. Same person. Same person. <laughs> Um, so then at school the next day, Bella's like, well, I have to follow this through so that way I actually have friends to go with and it's not just Jacob and myself. So she brings up the movie idea to Mike and Mike seems super excited about it when he thinks it's a date. But then Bella's like, oh, and we can invite Angela and Lauren with her corn silk hair and whatever the guy that she's dating. And Mike's like, oh, sure. That sounds great. Yeah, let's do it. And then... <laughs> She did the same thing to him, the way she asked him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, like, the same thing. She was like, let's go, I'm going on a date. And then she's like, with friends, to Jacob. And then she's like, when I go out, with friends. (laughs) (laughs) The way she, like, does it, it's, like, to get them hooked. And then she actually says what is actually going on. I know. Poor Mike. I think it was really funny, too, because not only did she lead him on by asking him out on a date and then saying that it was friends with Mike, but then she was like, oh, by the way, we're actually going to have a lot of people, so can you bring your van? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're not going on a date and you need to drive everyone yeah thanks mike thanks for being uh, a team player and of course i do it for her yes mm-hmm. of, of course. course he's the retriever because bella is so special she's not your average girl no bella is just so amazing she's i don't know what about her is amazing but like something is really amazing it's her blood and everyone can smell it it's my own personal brand of heroin <laughs> apparently everyone wants to like literally eat her i don't know what it is she's like a flame mignon she know. is something delicate <laughs> valuable rare she's a little flower <laughs> no the date idea fires back in her face really quickly because ben and angela end up canceling because like some people are sick some people just don't want to go. <laughs> some people don't want to go or they have other plans or they're grounded. And I think some people have an anniversary. I think Ben and Angela had some kind of anniversary or something. Um, so then it's down to like Jacob, Quill, Mike, and Jessica or something. No, Jessica hates her. I don't, I don't think she's going to go. Yeah, no, Jessica doesn't end up going. She like bails, no. I think. Yeah. Because she hates her. Yeah, but some people canceled last minute. So. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Bella's like, well, let's watch another horror movie because that works out so well the first time. And she read the spoilers to make sure there was like zero romance. So at this point, I don't understand why she's going to a movie. She doesn't understand how to do anything properly and it's aggravating. Movies are expensive. It's like $30 for one person to go see a movie nowadays. Back in that time, you could easily just go on the internet, like, look up what movies are there, even before you even, like, think about going to see a movie. And then, like, if movies are expensive, go to a matinee. They're, like, four bucks. Or go to the dollar theater. True. True. I haven't seen a dollar theater in forever. They don't exist here. Yeah, it's been a while. There was one here where I grew up, and it was 75 cents on Tuesdays. Ooh. Less than a dollar. That's actually a deal. (laughs) That's really nice. Jacob finished the Volkswagen that he was working on and he drives it to Bella's house for this movie. Bella's like, yay, you finished the car and like holds up her hand for a high five. And Jacob's like, yeah, I did. And they like high five. Then he like holds her hand. Uh, Cringe. 
when I when I read that, I was like, I'm like this. Have you guys ever had that happen to you though? That happened yes. to me one time, and it was so weird. <laughs> Were you not expecting it? I just kind of stood there and I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> if someone did that to try to do it to me, I'd be like, "Turkey, <laughs> get off of me." <laughs> That is a really good way to friend zone someone too. <laughs> Turkey, oh, get away from me, please. And at that point, oh. Mike also drives up in his minivan because he's, you know, I think he's gonna drive a million people. And then Mike gets out of his car, and Mike and Jacob are basically sizing each other up. And Bella hears the phone ring, so she's like, "Oh, gotta run inside and pick up the phone." And they cancel basically. Yeah, they cancel because they're sick. And Bella's like, well, shit, now I have to go to the movie with just Jacob and Mike. What a great, awkward, like, third wheel date that is. It's great. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. everyone's teenage dream. Like, it's bad enough when you have to go on a date with someone you don't really like, and then you do two at once. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking of the part where they're in the movie theater now. Can I comment about yeah. what Mike does in the car really quick when he, like, leans his chin on, like, so basically it's, like, Jacob and Bella are in the front, and they take mm-hmm. Jacob's car instead because, like, it's just three of them. And Mike's like, how can I be as close as possible to yeah. Bella? Yeah. And so he, like, puts his chin on her, like, shoulder rest or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And you, you guys seen Shrek, right? Yes. It's like donkey <laughs> in the onion. <laughs> <laughs> donkey in the onion onions have layers <laughs> and he's doing the like yes oh in shrek 2 yes i finally yes. like rewatched yeah. it like not too long ago so i definitely know what you're talking about. mike is donkey yeah <laughs> he's the third wheel he is the third wheel but he does it in a good way <laughs> i hate how much of a pissing contest this is because before they leave Bella's like, well, so-and-so canceled because they're sick, so I guess it's just the three of us. And then Jacob's like, oh, well, that's really sad, but, well, you know, I'm still down for going, but if you don't want to go, Mike, that's fine. Like, I'll still go. So it's just, and then they have, like, all these conversations like that, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. That's the only reason it happened, because they're just constantly, like, talk fight. Really? Like, literally. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They should just whip out their cocks and fight and just, you know. We all know who would win. Mike, the golden retriever. (laughs) (laughs) To add insult to injury, or to put, I guess, salt in the wound of either of them, or I guess to Mike, Jacob drives because he just finished the Volkswagen, and Bella specifically asks him to drive because he's just so proud of the car, and Mike's like, well... I brought the van because I thought there was a million people here. And Bella just, like, emasculated him in front of Jacob by saying that Jacob needs to drive. So that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We don't want to ride in your stupid minivan. What are we, moms? Yeah. Get out of here, Mike. But she was the one that was like, hey, you should bring your, like, van. I know. I know. (laughs) That's, like, if I were Mike, I would just be like, actually, I have, like, IBS right now. I gotta go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I would have just, like, taken the van and gone home. Not if you want a girl yeah. that's as not ordinary as Bella Swan, Catherine. True. True. You gotta work for her. He will never give up. <laughs> He'll never give up. <laughs> yeah, true. And they go to the theater. 
before that, that that's when they talk about Bella not liking music because Mike's like, why don't we you like oh, put yeah. on some tunes? And then Jacob's like, well, Bella doesn't like music. And I was like, what? I know. I was so shocked. That's so sad. <laughs> I don't know how you can hate music. But then what she loves when Edward plays piano. True. And he plays like WC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something dark. <laughs> Explain that. Explain that. <laughs> You know that piano is music, Bella? Yeah. Newsflash. I'm a music major. Play some, uh, what is it? John Cage. Play some John Cage. That's the kind of music she would like, though. She would love, what is it, 316 or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> she would love 316. Silence. She would love it. That's it. So they get to the movie theater. They have to sneak, sneak in Jacob because I guess it's rated R and I forgot that he's a minor. Because he's like 15. <laughs> he's 16, I think. I don't know. He's like around there, yeah. He's he's a teenager. He's sneaking in. It'd be so strange to like have a 15, 16 year old friend who's like towering over you with like muscles bulging out of Yeah. <laughs> Unless I mean he could definitely probably pass for like not a 15, 16 year old. And also mm-hmm. like not saying that I've done this before, um, maybe, but if the theater doesn't like check the tickets when you walk in the theater or when you're sitting and watching the movie, just buy yourself like another movie, a ticket for another movie, sit in that theater for like two seconds and then go to the other one <laughs> without anyone yeah. watching you. Don't be like, mm-hmm. just be a little discreet about it. That's the classic trick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you do. That's what everyone did in middle school. Like, that's what we all did. So, yes. Y'all could do it. <laughs> I was a dweeb who never did that. I never snuck into a movie. Like, another one that you didn't pay for to, like, watch? Yeah. Or I never had, like, friends sneak me into, like, a rated R movie or anything. Oh. <laughs> I was a really straight edge. <laughs> I, you know, I was too, but one time I tried sneaking my friend in and it didn't work. It was very embarrassing. I thought we were going to get, like, arrested or something. What happened? We bought the tickets online, because you can do that. Oh. You know, it's like, oh, this is so simple. We can just buy them online. Mm-hmm. And so we go in, and then they're, like, we're, like, getting in. He's like, can we see your IDs? We're like, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we already bought the tickets. <laughs> That's funny. And, yeah, we got a refund, so it's okay. Oh. That was so horrible. We thought we really, like, tricked the system. We're like, oh, we just buy it online. <laughs> did not work. I did, like, one time, but it was, like... I was like 16. I forgot what movie it was. And I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm just going to go buy this one instead. And then I hung out with some friends and another one. And then we went to the other one that we wanted to watch. It's so simple. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm so close. Like, come on. Like, because you have to be 17 to see an R-rated movie, right? I think so. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so close. Come on. Let's just go. Like, yeah. I had like a late birthday. So I can drive. Just round up. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I have a license. I can drive. I think I can do this. Like, we're good. <laughs> yeah. I'm, pra- I'm practically yeah. an adult. <laughs> yeah. During this movie, it's just like your typical like blood and guts zombie movie. And Jacob is laughing because it just looks so obviously fake, I guess. And he kind of ropes Bella in and he helps her enjoy it more by making her have fun because he's just like a good hearted human and they have so much fun together. That's one of the friendship moments that I really enjoy. And then you're like, wait mm-hmm. a second. They sh- like, this is not. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of moments like that. Mike is kind of like leaning over and Jacob's like, what are you doing? You're being like a marshmallow because he's like, you know, I have to be the macho man. I have to win Bella. So I have to put this other guy down. Mike basically runs to the bathroom because he's throwing up. <laughs> so at that point, they realize that he's probably more sick than just being nauseous from the movie. So they're at this bench waiting for Mike to be done in the bathroom. And Jacob does the whole like stretch and put his arm around Bella. 
And Bella's like, removes the arm and like, hey, you know, you're my friend. Like, right. we're friends. And I'm still into Edward, even though he's not here. Yeah, I felt really cringe during yeah. this section. Like, there were moments where I didn't want to read this section because <laughs> I was like, I feel awkward. <laughs> yeah, especially the part where they both put their hands like this during the movie. Yeah, because like in the theater. Because <laughs> they both wanted them to hold Yeah, because in the theater, they took the armrest. And it's like, I've been there before where they like put the hand like this. And it's so obvious that they want you to go like this. And I'm like, do you want a high five, buddy? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, actually, I remember this is really weird. <laughs> It wasn't at a movie theater, but it was it was at a person's house that I was interested in back in college. And we were... It was me. <laughs> I think it was before I ever met you, actually. This was, like, pre-Britney. Ooh. Yeah, like, this was my oh. freshman year. I love how events in your life are marked as pre-Britney and post-Britney. <laughs> Pre-post-Britney. <laughs> but, like, I just remember it was really awkward because I was told I was going to go to a party. Or, like, there was a party happening at someone's dorm. Oh, did you get set up? I thought that, like, it was, like, a legit party with, like, multiple people. And it ended up being me, the dude I was interested with, and, like, their friend that I also knew that I went to school with. And I was like, okay, so we'll still, like, hang, chill, talk. We ended up watching, like, a movie or something. And it was, like, the same situation that Bella's in. I'm in this middle. There's one person on one side, another person on the other side. We've been drinking, by the way. <laughs> so... I'm sitting there and I'm just like this, like just crossing my arms, watching the movie, just minding my own business. They both have their hands out. And then one of them was like, you know, it'd be really good if we all just held our hands. And I was like, what? And I, okay. I. Why would you say that? I had been drinking, but I was not that intoxicated. I was not that naive. And I literally sat there and I was like, what? And I was like, yeah, let's all hold each other's hands. But here's the thing. It's like, are you suggesting a threesome? Yeah, I was like really freaked out. I was like, um, okay. So I'm like holding this one person's hand. That's like, okay, why? what is this? And then the other person's hand is the person I like. And I'm like, okay, but this is really awkward with the person I like. Don't like this at all. I'm just sitting there and then I'm like, okay, I got to go to the bathroom. And I just like <laughs> cut out. Like, I'm like, bye. Pull the bike note in there. Yeah. <laughs> It was really weird. And when I read it, when I read this section, it reminded me of that. And I'm like, I don't want to read this cringe part because it's so weird to me. <laughs> Nothing happened. Like, I was fine. Like, I, I was safe. But yeah, but that's so Awkward moment. Awkward. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very awkward. The other person that I knew, very awkward interactions after that. So, interesting. Were they into you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like if you suggest the handhold, the three-way handhold, maybe a little. It was a little weird. Yeah. A three-way handhold <laughs> is like a really ballsy way to try to get in with someone. I kind of admire For it. sure. Because you're so secure yeah. that you're not worried about them holding hands with the other person. I think it was the alcohol. <laughs> I think it was the alcohol. <laughs> I'm going to be very serious, like, very honest. Like, I think it was the alcohol. But yeah, it was a very strange interaction. And I was like, I don't like this. So I feel for you, Bella. I feel for you. I feel like Jacob would pull that move. He'd be like, three-way handhold, me, you, and Mike. Probably. Because <laughs> he's so confident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In this theater, yes. This is when Jacob says that basically he's fine just hanging out with her, and it's his problem if he's into her. And I'm like, oh, honey, like emotions don't work out like this. Yeah. Kind of like what we were talking about before we really dived into this. It's just... 
It's basically like, yeah, I'm okay being totally friend-zoned, and it's not going to hurt my feelings at all, and everything's going to be fine, and he's going to be butthurt soon. <laughs> I get I get annoyed because they're not written like real people. They're written like stereotypes. Like, this is the best guy friend, and Edward is like the love of her life, and because a real person would not be okay with that at all. Yeah. With what exactly? With being, you know, very intimately good friends with someone that they're into and being like, yeah, it's just my problem if I'm into you and I can hold your hand because it's something I crave and desire, but I'm not going to get anything more from it and you don't care about it and it's just... I don't think it works that way in real life. I feel like it's also because he's, he's immature, you know? He's really young. Yeah, true. And maybe he has horrible influences in his life, like the... Whatever his name, Wolf Leader. Sam. Uh, Sam. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> the one that slashed his girlfriend's face open. Like, maybe not the best influence. Probably not. Yeah. Also, like, here's the thing. Jacob Black is hot. You can get any girl, Jacob. There's many women on the planet. All right? Like, Catherine, go out. you want to put your number out here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... There's plenty of fish in the sea, Jacob. So come on out. I think it's the same thing where it's like girls girls don't want nice guys. Like Jacob doesn't want the girls that like him. He wants the girl that doesn't like yeah, him. Yeah, that's true. So stupid. He wants, but he can't have. Yep, classic trope. <laughs> it's really irritating because I can see why like middle schoolers and high schoolers would love this. But as a 29-year-old woman reading this, I'm like, this is so stupid. Yeah. At the time... I remember when I was reading this when I was a teenager and I remember like thinking to myself like I felt bad for Jacob. I was like I really wish that he, like Bella would like give him a chance and he seems like a really good guy or I really want Jacob to like have somebody you know that would love him back and so I remember back in the day like I felt for him but now I'm like older and I'm like come on Jacob there's better Mona out there than her come on there's more interesting women out there than her come on. So mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's maturity thing. As you mature, you also realize how be- horrible Bella yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is also because they're still holding hands at this point. This is when Jacob notices the vampire scar on her hand. It's cold. Yeah, he's just about to ask her about it when Mike steps out of the bathroom and he's like, can we please leave? Yeah, because he's sick. I mean, good for him. It's a way Mm -hmm. to get out, (laughs) to be honest. It's a way to get out of this awful, like, thruple, whatever this is, interaction. Yeah, I'm not going to call it a date. (laughs) It's a weird experience. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing that was weird to me was in the movie, I don't think it was obvious that Mike actually was sick. No, it was just kind of like all of a sudden... Yeah, I thought that he was actually just nauseous from the gore. It made it very clear in the book that he actually like had a flu, like a stomach flu. <laughs> Did he like look sick-ish a little bit before like they even went to the like yeah. like when they were driving there when they met up beforehand? In the book, yes. I yeah, because in the movie, yeah, in the movie it was very like he looked fine, so. and it was like the gore made him sick. He couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, so interesting hmm, how Hollywood edits things, but you know. Hmm. And it also worked really good because that's like, what Jacob blamed it on when he never came back. It was the sickness that Mike had. Yeah. Ooh. 
And like they had nothing to blame on the movie, which is like, oh, I'm sick. <laughs> I'm just sick. <laughs> so they go home and they have the windows all down because of Mike and Jacob doesn't want Mike throwing up in his car. And wow, Bella has to snuggle up to Jacob because he's so warm and his he isn't cold and wow, body temperature. And she's actually kind of concerned about how hot he is. Yeah, and then at this point, she has some self-reflection where she recognizes that holding Jacob emotionally hostage is selfish, but she says that she needs him too much. And I hate this. I hate every part of this. It's like, you are so selfish that you want him for yourself and you want to, like, own him, but you don't want to commit to dating him. It's, I hate this. I put a note in here. She basically mentions how she wished that, like, Jacob was her brother or something like that. Which I was kind of like, oh, like, he's, you wish that he was your brother, but he wants, like, he wishes you something more. But you don't want to fuck your brother. Yeah. I get it, though. Yeah. Because then, if, you know, if he was her brother, he wouldn't have those feelings. There would be no feelings like that. They could have, like, a relationship <laughs> that was, like, completely different. Yeah, they'd always have that family bond. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wish, I wish that like they were actually like long lost cousins or <laughs> that'd be great. Like that be <laughs> like if it found out like Harry like somehow like oh no not Harry Charlie. I was like, what then, movie or wait, what's... What, what series are we talking <laughs> what about? What series here? are we in? I was like Harry what, Potter. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. Like Jacob's dad's name is got with Renee. Billy. And that's Renee. <laughs> Billy got with Renee, and they had Jacob. Ooh. And that's why their marriage fell apart. Mm. Ooh. This is the fan fiction we need. That's a scandalous, like, fan fiction right there. That'd be so good. Fan fiction? We've been making up so many fan fictions the last few episodes, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Stephanie, if you're listening, she's probably not, but if you are listening, you have some ideas for any <laughs> spinoffs that you want to mm-hmm. create. <laughs> So they get back to Bella's house and Bella drives Mike home in his van and then Jacob follows to bring her home. And on the way of Jacob bringing Bella back to her house, he starts saying that he like feels weird and he's not sick or anything. He just feels like there's something wrong. And Bella gets understandably concerned and she's like, can you please call me when you get home? At this point, Jacob's like, you know, I will always be around for you, right? And I'm like, this is sus. Uh, Where have we heard that before? (laughs) Have we heard that before? Uh, I don't think Jake or Edwards really ever said anything like that. He kind of like, well, he kind of proved it when he like stalked her yeah. and pulled up yeah. his Volvo. That's true. Scared those guys off. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind I, of like insinuated, basically, true. I guess. In yeah, Twilight, so. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, no. Something's happening. <laughs> yeah. So Bella gets home and then she's reflecting more about how she loves Jacob as a brother and how she, quote, needs him like a drug. And I'm just like, wow, there are so many references to, like, my personal brand of heroin. So (laughs) what Bella is to Edward, (laughs) Jacob is to Bella. I guess. But not really. I guess. (laughs) Bella waits, like, 15 minutes or something. And then she's like, Jacob should be home by now. And she waits, like, 18 minutes. And she's like, okay, he should really be home by now. So she calls the house. And Billy answers. And he sounds really weird. And... He's like, oh, Jacob's, like, too sick to call, but he's home, and you need to stay away. That's basically Mm -hmm. how it ends. Bella ends up getting the stomach bug that Mike had and basically kind of spends, like, the next 12 to 24 hours on the floor of the bathroom. Fun. I love the stomach flu. It's great. It's a fun time. 
<laughs> it really sucks. It's the worst thing. I, I like got flashbacks and then I started thinking like, you know, when you're really sick and you're like, I took when I was good and well for granted. And then I started thinking I should not take this moment for granted because I don't have a stomach flu. When I had so a stomach bug, nice that was one. the only time in my adult life that I shit my pants. So. Oh, me too. I don't think I ever have. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> it was one of those times where, you know, you have stuff coming out of both ends and you have to, me too. You have to make the decision if you're going to throw up or poop. And then you make the decision to throw up and the clenching also makes you shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, that same thing happened to me, and I told my freshman year roommate about it, because it was in my freshman year of college. But uh, yeah, I told her about it, and she's like, oh yeah, the double dragon. <laughs> the double dragon? <laughs> That's amazing. That's what she, she's like, I'm like, there's a word for it. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, the double dragon. <laughs> I've never heard it before, but I love it. And I'm like, I'm like, this has happened to you that many times that you coined a term. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I'm real, I'm like, praying that i never am that sick again but if i am i'm just gonna tell people i have the double dragon i have the double dragon i can't, I can't yeah go. sorry sorry i can't come to work double d hit me hard <laughs> oh my god yeah that was probably the worst moment ever and that's what i thought of when i was reading this i was like yeah i'm so glad i don't have that right now <laughs> yeah bella survives the double dragon congrats congrats bella and we get into chapter 10 the meadow again the first half of the chapter is Bella just calling Edward or um, other guy. Jacob. Jacob. Jacob's house a lot. And there are sometimes that Billy answers and he's like, you know, Jacob can't answer because he's like real sick. And then other times where the phone just kind of like rings. Yeah. Uh, and Bella's like, wow, if he's so sick, he must go to the doctor. And then she calls one of the times and she's like, did you bring Jacob to the doctor? And he's like, yeah. But then Bella doesn't believe him. <laughs> I think in the movie, like, they say something. There's, like, that montage where she keeps, like, calling him. And she's like, hey, mm-hmm. Jacob, your dad says that you have mono. And I'm like, yeah, mono's, like, a real sickness that, like, throws you back for, like, a month or so. I've never had mono, but, I mean. But then she's like, Jacob, it's impossible. Jacob can have mono. You get that through kissing. And he loves me, so that's impossible. My dad got mono when he was in high school, and he said he was, like, deathly ill for, like, a month. Really? Like, bedridden, basically, yeah. It was a good excuse they made up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She did Google it, and it did say it wiped you out for a month, so then she's like, mm. Didn't she also Google vampire when she found out that Edward yeah. was a vampire? <laughs> she's asked Jeevesing all this. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> Vampires. And it's like... When you search vampires, it's not that easy to find that info. I'm just saying. Have you, have you Googled vampire before? <laughs> you probably get like all like vampire and it's like Robert Pattinson and then like vampire diaries. You see like a Dracula uh, Halloween costume and then you're like with the and then you see all these like plastic teeth ads and you're like, they don't get me. Mm-hmm. They don't get me. Like I'm looking for real lore here at Google. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I guess the phone calls weren't enough for Bella because she actually visits unannounced and no one is home. And she's like, hmm, well, they must go to the hospital because he's so sick. That's a little weird. I wouldn't do that. Like, But then she goes to the hospital, too, and starts asking for them. And I'm like, Bella, like, you got to calm your tits, girlfriend. She's obviously never been ghosted. She doesn't no, well, she also, doesn't. I don't think there's ever been... <laughs> With the one exception, there was a friend I had who had a suicide attempt, and I tried to visit them in the hospital. 
But other than that, there's never been a friend that I've ever had that I felt the need to like go to their house and make sure they're okay and then go to the hospital and make sure they're okay. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. It's the whole. It's the whole. Her vagina. (laughs) (laughs) All her holes need to be filled. So she just is desperate. (laughs) She's so desperate. Oh, there's this perfect line in Bob's Burgers where Jean asks, what are the lady parts? And Tina's like, the vagina and the heart. (laughs) (laughs) That is literally Bella and her heart is a hole. (laughs) So she has two holes. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find that and link it into the show notes because it's such a great little scene. Please. Bella complains to Charlie that like Jacob is basically can't be found, and Charlie qual- calls Harry. Okay, Bartok, knocking my computer all around. <laughs> brat. Um, Charlie calls Harry Clearwater, which I don't think he's been mentioned in this book. Was he mentioned in Twilight at all? I think he had like briefly, maybe. Is he like the doctor for the tribe or something? No, he's just a friend. Oh. He's a he's a, I feel like he's a pretty good friend of okay. Charlie's. He's just a friend. And Charlie calls Harry and he's like, Hey, do you happen to know where the blacks are? And Harry's like, uh, we've been having problems with our phone lines, but they were also at the latest tribe council, like this last Wednesday, so they're around. Yeah. It's awkward. It's like yeah. really awkward. <laughs> Yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> and then this is when Bella stalks Mono on the internet. Like, she's just really obsessed with this whole thing. Like, trying to figure out, like, why Jacob is not, like, talking to her. Mm-hmm. It's like she can't get over her head. But also, Bella, what did you expect? You kept leading him on, and he didn't understand. And maybe he was just butthurt. And maybe you just need to leave him alone. And just, like, let him clear his thoughts. Okay? Like. Right. <laughs> I feel like it would be, if this was, like, real life and there weren't vampires and werewolves, she would make up some excuse, like, he must be a werewolf, just so she doesn't have to face the fact that she's being ghosted. <laughs> I could see that. It's right there in front of her. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, it must be, like, he must be a werewolf or something, because there's no other reason he could yeah. be not talking to me. <laughs> when she looks up mono, she also reads that... Apparently, if you have mono, you can be sick for up to a month. And she's like, that is unacceptable. I will give him a week. And then I will call. <laughs> I was like, okay, Bella. Yeah, she's like, no Google. She has dreams about Sam and being depressed. Um, she calls after a week and Billy answers. And she's, or sorry, he's like, yeah, um, Jacob is going to Port Angeles with some friends for like a movie or something. And he's going to be out all day. And Bella is hurt that, you know, the first thing that Jacob didn't do when he was well was call her. But she's like, I guess it's good that he is feeling better. Yeah, it's another awkward situation. Yeah, a little weird. (laughs) I think Bella took some of Catherine's advice earlier because she's like, well, I guess Jacob took me at face value and doesn't want to be with someone who wouldn't want to be more with friends. So I guess I need to start being okay with this. And then she starts getting depressed again. Having her nightmares. And screaming. Needs to go to therapy. Really bad. And holding your stomach. You'd probably look at her and see her and hear her and be like, double dragon is coming. Double <laughs> dragon is coming. But really. <laughs> but really, it's, it's just the, the hole, hole in her heart. And her vagina. <laughs> That's her double dragon. Yeah. <laughs> That's her. Mel's double dragon. Charlie wakes up to go fishing because I guess it's the weekend. 
and he sees that Belle is acting kind of depressed, so he's like, maybe I won't go fishing. And Belle's like, no, I'll be fine. I'll make plans with um Jessica because that worked out so great the last time we had plans together. She needs to find another friend. <laughs> like, we'll like study or something. So Charlie leaves. I don't get why Charlie just didn't invite her to go fishing with him. It pissed me off. <laughs> like, don't you want to like spend time with your daughter? I don't know. Like, if it were my dad, my dad would be like, oh, let's go fishing. Let's go drive. Like, he would do that randomly yeah. to me. If I wasn't doing anything on a weekend, he'd be like, let's go to drive to the middle of nowhere and to this estate sale. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, see, with my dad. And I, I like love fishing with my dad. So I'm like, come on, Charlie. Like, just because she's a girl doesn't mean... Yeah, like, I would spend time with my dad. I know I would get a meal out of it. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what else am I doing? It's like, better than sitting around the house all day. Yeah, if Charlie is so... Yeah. I, Charlie seems like a nice guy, but I don't think he's meant to be a parent. He doesn't spend any quality time with his no. daughter. No. And they, like, he was, no. they were apart for most of her life. Like, this is the time where you can spend time with her. And he's like, I'm going to go fishing, bye. Without you. It's like, I have plans. I know you're a loser and you don't. Yeah. I have friends. (laughs) (laughs) I have friends. And she has to cook for him. He can't cook for himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Which is alarming. (laughs) Like... I know. I don't know yeah. how he has so many friends. They all make pasta for them. Like maybe they want the connections to the police. They want the connections to the True. police department. <laughs> so Charlie leaves to go fishing without Bella. Bella's like, well, I guess I'm just gonna go hiking by myself. So she ends up hiking by herself, and she finds the meadow after like tromping through the forest. Finally, for an an undefined amount of time. And she's really disappointed that the meadow doesn't make her feel any closer to Edward. And she's like, it's a really good thing that Jacob wasn't here because now I'm extra depressed that I don't feel any closer to Edward, but I'm also like triple depressed because I don't have Jacob as my friend anymore. And like quadruple depressed because there's no flowers. <laughs> yeah. And fifthdruple <laughs> compressed because there's no glitter. Yeah. <laughs> so many drupals. <laughs> so sad. When out of the bushes comes Laurent from the last book. Hello, friend. I think. And she was so excited when she first saw him. I was like, really? Yeah. She's like, a vampire. Wow. And she's like, wait a second. You're not Edward. Yeah. I would be kind of, I wouldn't be excited. I would be like, why are you here? Who are, what? what? Didn't he go, he went to Alaska to become another vegetarian vampire. So she's like, okay, a vampire friend. Yay. Which, Woo. I don't know. I feel like I'd just be like questioning her sanity at that point yeah she's crazy <laughs> so laurent realizes that bella is alone and they both seem surprised to see each other and bella's like wow well, vampire but then she notices that he has red vampire eyes and not yellow vampire eyes so i guess that means he's bad uh yeah red is bad he mentions that the lifestyle that that their friends up in alaska have was difficult for him he had to have some treat days i mean or Cheat days, that's what it is. Cheat days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, like, you're a vegetarian, like, on a diet, and it's like, you want one cheat day, and then everyone knows, because your eyes are red. Imagine yeah. if that happened in real life. <laughs> you're, like, on a strict diet, and you go off one day, and your eyes turn red. It's like, I'm not evil. Okay, I just need a cheat day. <laughs> it's like, I'm not evil, I promise. I haven't eaten anybody today, but your eyes are red. What? No, no. Those are my contacts. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Put them on Amazon. Those are the fluorescents. It's like when people who are 
high or trying to hide that they're high. And you're like, your eyes are like glossed over. They put eye drops in their eyes. <laughs> and red. I'm not high. I'm not high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Edward is basically like giving her directions to try to get out of the situation and it's not working. No, and also she keeps hearing Edward's voice in his head, like in her head, like he's saying that that mm-hmm. Lauren's lying and that that she should leave. Basically, it was really bad advice. Mm-hmm. But try to do it in a way that's not just like yeah. running off and triggering him to chase her. But yeah, if she does run, she's basically fucked because like he has super speed. Don't all vampires have like super speed and strength? So like yeah. she would basically die anyway. Mm-hmm. She has no chance unless she's a vampire or she can teleport. But we don't have that advanced technology. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Bella's basically screwed. And she knows it, so. Well, that's why Edward starts saying, you know, like, lie and beg. And she doesn't do it well. No, she doesn't do it well. She's, no. like, no. in shock, basically. Yeah. This chapter should have been called Adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but, yeah, Lorette is, like, Saying, like, oh, if Edward left you here and all the Collins left you here, then they obviously don't care enough. If I killed you, it doesn't, they won't care. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. Like, I'm not yeah. scared of them. And I think that if he did kill her, they definitely would have all killed him. They would have come back. Sure. They would have known. I'm also curious, though. Like, if they were in the woods and, like, Lorenz there and Alice can see, like, people's futures, where the hell is Alice? Like... If she's about to die. It's always kind of shady with Bella, though. It's kind of shady with Bella, right? Because she's a shield. Oh. So sometimes Alice can't really see her future. Or Alice can't see her future. Only those around her. And she's, like, not around. And she's, like, alone. I feel like that's a thing. This is about my Twilight knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Bella's like, okay, well, I have to, like, deflect and distract. So she's like, what about Victoria? How is she doing? You know, our good friend Victoria. And Lauren's like, well, actually, Victoria was coming here to kill you. But now I'm here. And there's obviously no one around who cares about you. And And I'm hungry because I'm hunting. (laughs) And I'm hungry. So now I'm going to kill you. And here are the reasons why I should kill you. I'll hide your body. The rain will wash the smell away. I'm hungry. Uh, I'll kill you fast and painlessly. And I'll probably kill you better than how Victoria would kill you. And I don't know. I feel like if this was like a persuasion paper, I'd be like, yeah, okay, you can kill me. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised she wasn't more on board. Especially because she was so depressed. Like, really sad. True. You know, at the moment. She was at like her lowest low in that moment. When the field didn't have the flowers. And it didn't help her, you know? And the glitter. Yeah. Yeah, and the glitter. So I feel like maybe she probably would have considered Probably. I think so, too. But she kind of doesn't. <laughs> I guess she does, because then she's, like, there's a moment where she, like, closes her eyes, and she's, like, ready for, like, Laurent to kill her, and she, like, says she's in like, her mind, Edward, like, I love, I love you. you. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, Laurent's like, what? This is not possible, because the bear comes, or the wolf basically comes the wolves wolves. yeah bears no wolves is what i put in my notes (laughs) (laughs) double dragons double dragon double dragons quintuple dragons i feel like the moment that she heard Lorette go no like what impossible whatever you said she should have known they weren't just wolves i would be more scared of them than the vampire if the vampire is getting scared for sure because he looks so scared Mm mm-hmm 
And she just didn't question it. She's like, it's okay. He'll kill yeah, him. No it's problem. Problem. <laughs> like, Why was yeah. he so scared then? Basically. <laughs> there are five wolves, and one of them is reddish brown and stares at Bella. And Bella's like, hmm, I'm thinking about Jacob, and I don't know why. Which is like... <sighs> like, that yeah. should be your freaking clue. Also, like, seeing how ginormous these wolves are, like, because they're definitely not bears, and these wolves are not the size of, like, actual wolves, that should be, like, another clue right there. Like, don't you think that this is a little fishy, Bella? <laughs> and it's not even, like, they're just a little bit bigger than real wolves. Like, they're bigger than bears. <laughs> 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 like it's insane. <laughs> like, why are you more like surprised? <laughs> yeah, like they're not even dire wolves. They're like oh. two hundred pound wolves, giant monsters, and like yeah. like a horse, a horse, like a horse, <laughs> a horse. <laughs> like a horse. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Uh. And it should have been that moment, like when it all flashes, like the cold hand, the blah blah blah. When it all flashes back, and she realizes he's a vampire, it should be like that with Edward. I mean, with Jacob. Yeah, <laughs> she'd be like that with Jacob, where it's like he was so hot, he never wears a shirt. <laughs> she'd be like one of those flashback moments, yes. you know? Like, <laughs> there's a creepy gang in the push. Like, come on, Bella, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have been saying she's not the brightest. No, she's no. not ordinary, but she's not bright. I'm just like really wishing uh, she could give me some redeeming qualities. Yeah, just hoping for something that can happen. Well, I thought she was, like, a good, like, you know, I thought she was, like, a bookworm or something like that, because, like, she liked, I think there was something in the other, like, in Twilight, how she liked to read or something like that. No. You're thinking of Fifty Shades. Well, no, there was something, like, there was something in the opening of Twilight, like, in the introductory, like, filler part of Twilight, where she was, like, talking about, like, she did like to read. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting into into this. I kind of get it, but all I remember is the cactus. It was very filler. But then, like, when she mentions that Romy was her favorite character, I was like, oh, God, is it because, like, she reads, like, basic novels that everybody reads in, like, their English class? For sure. Is that the kind of, like, reading, like, material that she loves to read all the time? Because I never liked reading that stuff when I was like in... the classics? Yeah, I never liked reading it. Yeah. So... Her favorite book is, like, The Great Gatsby or something. <sighs> Come on. <laughs> There's better stuff out there. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. come on. Saying, like, your favorite play is Romeo and Juliet. Really? Really? They're... The most well-known play out there. Or, or favorite. For sure. <laughs> yeah, like, sad. So Laurent starts running away from the wolves, and the wolves chase him, and Bella is basically in shock and confused why a vampire would run away from wolves, because vampires are just so strong, and those are just ordinary 200-pound wolves. Yep. Yeah, they're just normal wolves. They're just yeah. normal no wolves. <laughs> And then she's, like, all alone for a second, and then she's like, I should probably go. Yeah, the fact that that's just, yeah. Like, yeah, run, bitch. Like, go. <laughs> like, if that were me, I would be like, bye. Like, I'm leaving. Or actually, no, first I would have put it on my phone, like, video record it, then run, then upload it on the internet and be like, hey, guys, this is what I found. She goes back to the truck, but it takes a lot of time, and she's, like, stumbling and lost, and she ends up exiting the forest, like, a mile south of the truck and then she like stumbles to the truck and then she goes home and she's charlie's like where were you and she's like i was actually hiking even though you told me not to hike but i saw the bear and it's not the bear it's actually five normal 200 pound wolves normal 
I love that description. <laughs> normal 200-pound wolves. No, normal 200-pound wolves. <laughs> Charlie's like, I told you not to go hiking. Don't go hiking. And Bella's like, yeah, after today, I'm fine with that. Sure. <laughs> I'm done. And Charlie's like, well, shit, you know, 200-pound normal-looking wolves? I have to call this into the station. So he calls it into the station to report it. Um, and then he's like, by the way, are you sure that Jacob is sick? And Bill's like, actually, he's not sick anymore. And Charlie's like, okay, because I saw him at the store with some friends and he looks weird. And Bella's like, hmm, well, he did say he was going to a movie. So maybe he's hanging out with those friends for the movie. And then she's thinking maybe it's Embry. And she's like, oh, maybe he patching up with his friend. And that's good for him. I don't know. If I were Bella, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, what? Like, he hasn't called me back? I would be pissed if I found out that he was at- I'd be so pissed. Yeah, like, if he was at the theater, like, or hanging out in town, but he's, like, not answering my calls. Uh-uh. No. I'd be pissed. I would call him back, but no. She goes to bed. <laughs> didn't she already know that he was hanging out with other people? Because that's what Billy told her. But she didn't know if it was, like, actually true. Maybe she was like, oh, Billy's lying. But, like, yeah, if I found out, like, that information, like, oh, he's, like, hanging out with other people but ignoring my calls still, like, I would be mm-hmm. a little bit petty, like, not gonna lie. I would be so, so pissed. Like, I hate being ghosted. It's, like, just say, like, I don't like it's you. It's not a good feeling. <laughs> like, just yeah, say it. I'm like, me too. Just tell me you don't want to hang out. It's a shitty feeling. Yeah. Like, I, but, no, she goes to bed and she has nightmares about Victoria, which, fair, like... Victoria's out there still looking for you, Bella, and you don't have mm-hmm. your vampire friends to save you, and you have these creepy wolves that you still don't know about that, I don't know. The signs are there. She literally just doesn't even care about the wolves. She doesn't care at all. No. She's like, whatever. Whatever. They're no. wolves. Like, even though, like, they're very out of the ordinary. and Normal 200-pound wolves. Yeah. And they're killing people. They're killing people. And it's okay, though. And yeah. She, she goes to bed. <laughs> Just like, whatever. I'm going to sleep it off. <laughs> but before we get to the next chapter, I will make a note and say that she is, she does start getting very terrified for Charlie, Charlie's well-being, because now she knows that Victoria is hunting her, and she thinks that Laurent is hunting her as well. And she's like, oh, shit, Charlie is, like, one step removed from me. Mm-hmm. She's, she thinks that she can handle her shit somehow, but she's like, what about Charlie? And then the next chapter basically opens up with her waking up kind of surprised. Like, I guess, like, there's a whole week that goes by and she wakes up every day, like, kind of surprised that she's alive. And then she's like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, is Charlie alive? And then he's obviously, like, going throughout his whole day, like, going fishing, eating mm-hmm. cereal. Who knows? Going to work. <laughs> Dad stuff. Dad stuff. And- and Charlie starts blaming Jacob's absence for Bella's change. Her sudden anxiety, I guess. She just needs to go to a therapist. Like, set her up, Charlie. She still has health insurance under you. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> she's, even though she's 18, doesn't mean that she's off your health insurance. So she gets back to the whole I need to call Jacob all the time thing. Another week passes and she calls... Did I say Edward? I meant Jacob. They're the same. This this whole chapter is her calling Jacob multiple times and Billy being like, he's not here. He's mm-hmm. not here. He's sick. He's sleeping. He's not here. He's not available right now. <laughs> what kills me is on one of the days that she called, she literally called for like every half hour until oh like God. midnight or something. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> go hang out with Jessica. I feel like it'd be so much easier if... 
if Billy just like dropped the hint, like, um, Bella, have you ever thought maybe he just like doesn't want to talk right? to you? Right? <laughs> Billy, be you know, straight like, up with her. Like, but he <laughs> loves me. I know. It's like, save yourself like the phone bill and like your your inconvenience of having to pick up every time she calls. You know, <laughs> like, if I were in Billy's place at this point, disconnect the number. Like, just go to Verizon, AT&T, somewhere, a branch. There has to be one branch in Port Angeles. Go there. Get a new number. Disconnect the old one. Block her. <laughs> It'd be so funny if he had to go to those lengths for Bella. <laughs> it's like, what do you feel like a crazy stalker? It's like, no, just some random girl. But if someone was calling my house thirty every thirty minutes, I'd be done. I'd be like, I'm getting out of this house. I'm disconnecting my number, getting a new one, never again. Actually, also, why get? Why are you? Why do you still have a landline? I mean, it's the mid two thousand, so some people still had landlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be also like the like a reservation thing. Yeah, could be. Could be. That's true too. I don't know. <laughs> Well, basically, Bella's fed up, and then she drives to La Push because she has no boundaries whatsoever and no patience. Mm-hmm. So mm. that's fun. She's like Edward. Yeah, she's like mm. Edward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no boundaries, no patience. Yeah. And she finds uh, Quill <laughs> walking alongside the road. I feel bad for him. He's all alone. He's left out. And he's pretty dejected because I guess it – he tried to catch up to Jacob in the woods, but they all outran him. So he was just wandering around the woods for like an hour until he got to the road. And he's like, I don't know what's going on with them. And I don't know why anyone else is concerned. They must be into drugs because I don't know what else it would be. Oh, yeah. I like how he mentions how like none of the adults in this town are concerned yeah. about like these teenage kids not going to school. The roving band of boys. Yeah, they're not going to school. They're shirtless. They're running around the woods. And the adults mm-hmm. are like, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's good. I will say one thing that we skipped is Bella has a realization that Sam must be behind. I thought this realization would be that uh, she realized that Jacob's a werewolf. It's not. But she realizes that Sam is probably behind however Jacob is acting. Mm-hmm. So she tries to call Charlie to be like, well, if I'm going somewhere, I should probably tell him where I am. And Charlie is like convinced that Sam is like the stand-up guy and a model citizen. And Charlie is, again, more worried about the bear. And he says that there's more tracks and that there's blood. So now there's more evidence that the bears are attacking people. I was so pissed off when it was that was her realization. Because I haven't read the book in a long time. So I was like, oh, wait, does she already realize? Like, she already figured out. I'm so proud of her. And then she's like, yeah, Sam's into drugs. And he's like, <laughs> like no, he's like leading a cult. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like oh, my God. <laughs> and she even goes to Quill and she's like, well, what about Sam? And Quill's like, everyone thinks that Sam is the best thing that this town has ever seen. And like, I don't know, Sam's getting sketchier and Bella. But <sighs> I don't know. The signs are there that like, oh, that she's just not paying attention. No, she's not. And, like, not putting not putting two and two together. Why didn't she go to Google after she saw those, wo- like, wolves in the meadow and went, like, on there and was like, hey, giant wolves. Types in normal 200-pound wolf. <laughs> and then she's like, wait, I got that book from that bookstore. I think that's all about that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and, wait, what's that? I don't know. It's probably about that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. And she brings Quill home, and then she waits outside Jacob's house in her truck, and she's like, well, I'm just going to stalk him. And then Jacob taps on her window, and he's pissed. And he has short hair and no shirt. And super muscular. He's like super ripped. He looks like he's on steroids and he looks like really hostile. He has like four more, four more packs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has he a has 10 a, pack. I think he has a 12 pack. Yeah. 12 pack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, but hey, <laughs> skills. He's with four other guys and they're all, they all look pretty angry except for Sam. Bella is, like, pretty pissed to see Sam because she thinks that he's behind however Jacob's acting. And she's like, I have an urge to become a vampire to kick his ass. And I'm like, Bella, you can calm your tits. <sighs> Stupid. <laughs> you need to be in her head, Brittany. Mm. We need your voice to be in her head be like, calm your tits, Bella. Calm your tits, Bella. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the truth. You can do that later. <laughs> You'll be able to do that down the line, Bella foreshadow major foreshadow (laughs) true major foreshadow yes actually (laughs) bella's like edward edward or i'm not edward god damn it (sighs) jacob same i I do it too for some reason i don't know i'm like just starting to mix them both up (laughs) bella like leans out her window and she's like jacob can we talk alone without your friends and Jacob's like looks at Sam for approval and I guess he gives it and the others all go inside. So then they talk. It's uh, the most unproductive conversation I've ever seen in my entire life because <laughs> Jacob basically says that he can't tell her what's wrong, but it's not Sam's fault, but it's the vampire's fault. The blood suckers. The blood suckers. Yeah. Which, which also like... Okay, him going up to her and being like, you should be worried about those bloodsuckers that you've been hanging out with. One, Bella, why aren't you like... Like, how would he know? How would he know that? Yes, exactly. Unless something's going on with her. That should be the clue that you know. Like, oh, it's like, how do you know that they're vampires? She's gonna be like, oh, he's a warm-blooded vampire, I think. <laughs> yes, because a warm-blooded vampire makes sense. I mean, she's so dumb. I feel like that is what she would think. Oh. Like, when, when, I, when I read that with my notes today, I was sitting there, I'm like, why doesn't she just, like, figure it out now that, like, he knows and there's something going up. There's something going on between him and this gang. Come on. It's very, it's like that conversation I'm about to say, it's disturbing. It is. It is very disturbing. <laughs> like that's how, it was like so unproductive. It was disturbing. And all Bella reacts is she's in denial. She's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, I don't understand. And you need to stop like listening in on Billy's superstitions. They're getting to you. Yeah. That was so condescending. It's like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Edward whispers in her head i guess and he's like don't make him angrier and bell's like jacob i don't know what's gotten into you but like quill is worried and he told me he doesn't want to be next whatever that means and jacob literally starts shaking like physically shaking and he's like bella you need to go home and we can't be friends anymore so he basically friend breaks up with her sad yeah, and then he goes inside, and Billy steps out, and he's like, yeah, I called your dad, and he's going to be expecting you, so leave. That's, like... Awkward. Actually, like, really awkward, yeah. That's so awkward. Yeah, I would be like, I don't want to come back here anymore. Like, bye. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you called my dad? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like... That's a little 
Also, that's like I hate really it. strange too. Like, I called your dad. Like, am I five? But also, yeah. But also at the same time, she was basically harassing them for like two weeks. So true. True. Come get this bitch. True. And then she gets really upset that the one person that was healing the hole in her heart and her vagina basically dissed her. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. double dragon right there. Double dragon. <laughs> yeah, that, now she's really fucked. Yeah. yeah. She goes back home and Charlie instantly sees that something's wrong. He's like, hey, what's wrong? And Bella's like, I, you know, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. And he's like, are you sure? Because Billy called and, you know, he told me that you and Jacob got in a fight. Bella says that Sam told jacob that they can't be friends anymore and then charlie's like wait what does sam have to do with this like what's what's going on and then bella gets upset and like goes away and cries but then she overhears like charlie's arguing on the phone with billy and it's a one-sided conversation but it seems like charlie is believing bella that there's something wrong with jacob because of how she's acting or at least is questioning billy and knows that something is wrong with jacob for bella to be acting the way that she is acting but I thought that, like, Charlie and Billy were closer friends. That's the thing. They're very close friends. But, like, in these, like, last, like, this whole book, it seems like, or in this last chapter, it's like Charlie and Billy are not really that close. Yeah, it seems like that's me, well, too. Well, Charlie says in this conversation, he's like, you know, we're really good friends, but this is, like, messing up my family. But they haven't so- been hanging out. That's the thing. Yeah. It's weird to me because why isn't Charlie like being like sus about not talking to Billy and, you know, like being distant from Billy if they're such good friends? And then if seeing this whole like Bella and Jacob thing where Jacob is ignoring her phone calls, why isn't Charlie going up to Billy and being like, hey, is everything okay at home? Maybe it's pretty normal yeah. for them not to hang out yeah. sometimes. Like I have friends who are in the area who we both get busy and I don't see them for months. They're very good friends of mine. I feel like that's just, like, what being friends as an adult is like sometimes. Yeah, and I I also feel like Billy definitely is purposely doing it because it's like, wow, I got all these wolves forming. Yeah, because they're, like, werewolf time. (laughs) I got these wolves forming. Kind of busy. I got to hang out here for a little bit. (laughs) I'm wolf farming. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, he probably, like, made up an excuse for Charlie. Like, oh, I've just been really busy with the... Whatever farm but the farm <laughs> what does billy do do we ever find out farm. what billy does like as an occupation yeah i don't we I have no is idea. he just there is he likes watching football and drinking beer and eating yeah. spaghetti yeah <laughs> is he like a sports commentator and watches football and comments on it and sends it to seattle or something i don't know what he is he definitely has the voice for it yeah he does something we'll find out billy's like well you don't know your daughter as well as you think you do uh because you know he knows that bella was hanging out with the vampires yeah yeah and charlie gets pissed because it's like don't you dare say that i don't know my daughter like who do you think you are well he doesn't so let's just be very clear with that (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) i I get why he's pissed but charlie (laughs) come on like <laughs> that was a legitimate reason right there you don't know your daughter <laughs> yeah yeah he's like you know jacob helped bella but you know you and the rest of the guys in this gang will need to start answering to me and i'm gonna keep an eye on the situation like he starts getting really like policey and less like friendly with billy bella kind of puts two and two together and she thinks that 
Billy thinks that Jacob was led on by Bella and it's just like had enough and snapped. Um, but then Bella's like, it's got to be bigger than that because he, you know, had a crush on me for a long time. So he can't just suddenly snap. He can't just suddenly have enough of me. So it must be something else. It's pro- She's like, it's probably puberty. It's probably, puberty. probably. Mm-hmm. It's puberty. That's what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's that time of the season. Time of year. Yeah. <laughs> and then she has a dream that Jacob turns into Edward and vanishes because uh, he's gone from her life. Edward, or is it Edward turning into Jacob? No, it's Jacob turning into Edward. My notes say Jacob turning into Edward. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, you're right. I'm getting them confused. She wakes up with something scratching her mirror, and we're left with a cliffhanger. <gasps> this is a doozy of a section. I was not expecting this to be such a long recording. I know. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, Izzy. Yeah. For real. No problem. It was. Is fun. there anything that you want to plug while you're on our podcast? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I literally have nothing to plug. All right. I have this podcast. Whoa! Listen to this podcast. Hey. Thanks, Izzy. Yeah. That Well, I guess if you want to uh, plug our podcast, uh, you you can follow us on Instagram at Fiddle and Pipe. That's the podcast. You can follow us personally mm-hmm. at BM Ross Music and Cat Flinch Flute. Guess who is who? You can <laughs> find you know us by now. on Facebook at Fiddle and Pipe Forum. We plugged our Patreon page earlier in the episode, but if you like what we do on the podcast, you know, you think we're just like two sassy gals reading books, playing instruments, uh, you can support us there at patreon.com slash Fiddle and Pipe. If you like us and you want to tell us how sassy we are, <laughs> then go and rate us on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, it's super easy to do that. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can do the same thing and tell us how sassy we are in the comments because we would like to know what you think about this podcast. It helps us out a lot. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And we'll see you next week with chapters 12 through 15. Yeah. So we're getting a little juicier in here, you guys. We're we're soaking it up a little bit, I think. Hmm. I don't know. I'm really hungry. I'm really, really hungry right now. No, um, I'm going to stop recording. All right. (laughs) Bye. Soaking up the juice. Mm. Bye.